0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about Dying Light 2. Is it launching and when? When is it launching? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or watching the video on any of the other platforms, you can always catch me live at SNTR Live dot com. SNTRLive.com brings you to the main hub channel, and then SNTR Gaming is where we do all the gameplay. If you're interested in gameplay of Dying Light or other games that I cover, this is mainly the channel though for the podcasts and the discussions. So dying light 2 if you don't realize this it's like a lot of people said this this morning it's like oh my gosh i thought that already launched a lot of people forgot about it because it had been so long since it had been announced if you didn't play the first one they earned the 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 techland the developers they earned a really really good reputation with the first game not just because the first game was awesome but because they did so much for it post launch quality improvements, updates, DLC, content for you to enjoy. They really, really earned a lot of people's respect. So it was understandable, when they had kind of gone dark for a while, why people were so concerned about this game. And it got worse because The Gamer wrote an article, TheGamer.com is like an, is like a publication that like publishes articles, about an investigation into management problems and and things that were happening at the company that were looking kinda bad and so that brought a lot of attention so recently they did a video so we're gonna break down that video like what do they say what do they do in the video we're also going to take a hard look at the fact that like there's some unpleasant things coming out about the game. I'm not going to do a deep dive into the drama and the claims. If you want to go read that article, you can check that out on The Gamer. So, Dying Light 2 is an upcoming survival horror action role-playing game developed and published by Techland. The game will be released by Microsoft Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, Series S basically everywhere, Uh, and the goal here is for it to land in 2021, that's what they've indicated the game is the sequel to the 2015's Dying Light, the first game. Now, Dying Light as a franchise has been praised over the years for how well they treated the game and their player base, so the announcement about Dying Light 2 at E3 2018 was met with excitement and intrigue. Keep in mind, it's 2021. This game was announced basically three years ago. Now, a week ago, the developers opened up about the game's status, assuring the public that it will launch seemingly in 2021 with the way the video ended. Now, that video has more in it than just like a launch date, so let's break it down, what did they say? So, Techland posted a transparent and whimsical video on YouTube to update the community, and they did this on March 17th of 2021. They read through frustrated tweets from fans about when the game will finally launch and if it is launching at all. Now, if you've ever seen Jimmy Kimmel, this was essentially reading through mean tweets. They had the usernames blurred out and they bleeped out the swear words. It was, yeah, it was actually kind of funny. I thought it was a really, really smart take on the current sort of situation that we're we're all finding ourselves in where games are getting delayed and gamers get really cranky and you know can get a little snippy and nasty on twitter now i thought it was honestly a smart approach to addressing fan concerns and they ended the video by speaking directly to the audience about why they've waited for so long to post any updates They then showed more gameplay, which admittedly looked very nice. Every time I've seen gameplay of Dying Light 2, the Dying Light 2 gameplay looks promising. And they ended the section of gameplay with a 2021 date on screen. Okay, on screen, end of the gameplay, 2021, seemingly giving the assurance that this game is launching in this year. Now... When that section and that portion of the video was done, it was followed by an address and an invitation to join their official Discord where questions can be submitted. The answers will come out in the form of videos as they are received, and obviously, not all questions are going to get an answer, like if it's a repeat question or there's trolls, but I think this is a nice step toward the community. The question is, why did they do this video and why now? It might have something to do with the article already referenced so what do we know or what's going on I should say while the video is a nice attempt at fan service PR facing complaints and questions head on, the real question is, what's going on with the game? You can put out a video like this and it feels like a bit of a PR smoke and mirrors game. Little little, little smoke screen here to hide the fact that maybe things aren't so great. Maybe there's some bad stuff going on and they're kind of making, oh no, everything's fine. Everything is, everything is fine and, and you know, we want to hear from you, okay? What we know is, In light of a recent report from The Gamer, this article is titled, if you want to look it up, it's titled, Techland is bleeding talent due to autocratic management, bad feedback, and a lack of direction. Okay, this is obviously concerning. Any gamer who's paid attention to games in the last couple of years reads a headline like that and is like, Oh my gosh, look at what happened to Anthem look at what happened with 343 look at what's happening right now with 343 and talent leaving and restructuring and now we're seeing another game another developer, another franchise under threat of bad management and losing talent or just not going to be able to deliver good things on time Many of the responses to the criticism seem to be legitimate attempts to fix things internally, so I do want to give them credit. Some of their responses to things that happened at the company, they seemed to be responding in a professional way. There were some employees that said some slightly offensive things in meetings or lunch or whatever, and it seemed that those things were addressed in a professional manner through the HR department, and it didn't seem like those were poor behaviors continued what was more concerning was the criticisms of bad management styles or managers that had no clue about development making demands of the game we've seen poor leadership and what it can do to games in the past there was also just some of your garden variety corporate pr speak about we value feedback and we take complaints seriously i mean these are not even really worth saying automatically if this sort of a thing gets published you would expect higher ups at the company to say, we value feedback and we take complaints seriously. Well, I would freaking hope you do, right? It honestly sounded like a bit of a mess, okay? It was a mixed bag, which is concerning primarily for the people working there, as well as the finished product. My primary concern when I read sort of an article like this is what's going to happen to the people working there? Are they going to get crunched into the ground to ensure this game launches in 2021? If there's poor management, is there efficiency? Is their bandwidth production? absolutely? absolutely strained by morons that don't understand development who are somehow in a, in a corporate position of leadership uh, or management. A lot of these guys have been around too long, it seems. We, we read these articles and it's like, does anybody actually understand what needs to happen for good game development? You need good leadership, good product management, good team leads in order for things to work well. Project management is one of the single greatest downfalls of successful software launches, ask anybody in development. The report was lengthy and the investigation seemed fairly exhaustive. This didn't seem like a hit piece, they weren't just going and reading Glassdoor reviews and being like, it's a shambles over there. It did genuinely seem like legitimate sources at the company were expressing concerns about management and production of this game. Some of the complaints ranged from minor annoyances to major production and management flaws, and those who read, uh, if you read the really, really long, like, war and peace-sized article about Anthem Woes back from when Schreier wrote it, uh, you're probably having flashbacks. I was having flashbacks. I was like, here we go again. We get the background scoop on a company that seems so great on the surface. What in the heck's going to happen to this game? Lastly, 2020 chickens coming home to roost. If you've been paying attention at all recently, game delays are exceptionally common. And we now have reports another, you know, another report from Schreier. Some people are saying he's being a little sky is falling, but it looks like anything slated for fourth quarter of 2021 is in danger of being pushed out of this year simply because production cannot catch up for the losses last year. The effects of 2020 on this year with respect to development cycles and timely delivery of games continues to land like shockwaves after a massive earthquake like aftershocks the continued reports of crunch strained schedules and poor management will likely happen with 2020 compounding bad industry habits we're not gonna have 2020 as a scapegoat okay 2020 as a year sucked, but we can't keep acting like that's a scapegoat. There are bad industry habits and standards, and what happened last year is only compounding and potentially exposing those things as we've already seen with other games. Techland's video, you know, reading mean tweets like a Jimmy Kimmel sketch while making vague assurances about quality and then opening up their poor devs to questions through a discord, it feels a bit like a PR stunt in light of the lengthy report from the gamer this feels a little bit like damage control I, I really really hope that they're genuine and they mean it i hope their leadership and their management took the complaint seriously and did internal restructuring and self-evaluation to assure that people to ensure that people are not crunched into the ground for this game to launch in 2021. At this point, even though they just made assurances about the game launching, my confidence in it landing in 2021 are, it's actually low. I'm not confident this game's coming out this year. If it does launch in 2021, even if only a shred of the report from the gamer is true, the quality will surely be in doubt for many of us watching the story of this game unfold. Alright, so if you want to catch these live, always make sure to go over to sntrlive.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Today on SNTR Presents, and today we're talking Dying Light. A lot of info coming out about Techland, stuff going on at the developers, as well as a video from them seemingly assuring us that the game is coming out, and it seems like it's coming out in 2021. If you're listening to the audio version of this, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. And we did refresh the poll to get a really, really nice upvote like count. There you go, Hilly, thanks for bringing my attention to that. Nice, very nice like count. I asked the audience, so for those that are listening to the audio version, I asked the audience Dying Light 2, are you planning on playing it, why or why not and it's pretty much split down the middle favoring the answer no, no, 56% are saying no, I'm not going to be checking this out, so it is pretty split, you know most people are saying no but it is a a good chunk of the people this morning are saying yes I plan on playing it and the real story is going to be in people's responses which we're going to be reading right now Uh, Eli 2.0 says well yes I like Dying Light 1 it was the most fun I ever had in a game I just hope uh, BTZ be the zombie returns I don't know what you mean by that because he was one of the best modes in the game oh you want a certain mode uh, to come back okay cool 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 this person says, uh, Ib- Ib- Ibidazam says, First, I'll look at some reviews. Then I'll think about it. If they haven't announced it so early, I wouldn't have been this cautious. Dying Light 2 uh, was announced way too early. They actually admitted this in an interview. <clears throat> it might have been in an interview or a video. They essentially admitted, We announced this game way too early. It it, 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 it We... What they said in the Twitter video where they were like reading through some of the mean tweets, it was actually kind of funny. What they what they said in the video was essentially like, we have wanted this game to be at the caliber that's like super important to us. And that's why essentially that was what was behind his commentary of, we announced this game way too early. They had a concept, they had simulated gameplay is what it honestly looked like to me. They outlined all the concepts of depth and the little villages and the little areas where you could, like, invest in and level up. Like, they showed the little towns, you know, you're getting them clean water and reputation gains and things like that. And so it was a lot of great concepts, but if they're really wanting this game to be stellar and polished, I mean, one of the one of the reasons this game interests me isn't just because I played the first one and had fun with my buddies. I appreciated the reputation that they earned with dying light 1 and how they treated it the modes the mods the dlc the way they interacted with the community it really seemed like a passion project for them and that always makes me interested in the sequel because we, we i was interested in division 2 for similar reasons right i'm i'm i was i was interested in in division 2 because division 1 they spent this insane amount of time sort of coming up with changes and updates. You remember the 1.8 patch? They had content creators, <clears throat> content creators that were involved and really curating you know community feedback to improve the game. So when they did that, it made me very interested in the sequel. Well, dying lights on a lot of similar things with updating the game, adding things, expanding, and they've I, I feel like they've really earned a lot of respect from the community. Now When you do that, and then you announce a game, and nobody hears anything for a really, 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 really really long time, it, uh... It it it, it kind of worries people, especially when we see this report come out from the gamer about man, it, it's looking bad over there. People don't like working there. There's been internal problems. Some people have left. Management styles are bad. We we've we've read these sorts of things before. If you guys took the time to read the super long thing from Schreier about uh, um, uh, Anthem, you know, it's just one of those things where I they've earning the trust and the confidence and the loyalty of a player base can be your undoing, because what ends up happening is that same player base that supported you and bought the first game and fell in love with it and, 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 and did all these things, they're going to expect the next game to be absolutely stellar because there's this sort of... There's almost a... Uh, what do I want to even call it? I, I can't think of it. It's It's like... I talked about the Wilson effect in Destiny 1, you know, where you fell in love with things that weren't all that great, but it was because you didn't have anything else to do, but there's also this really grassroots sort of, we built this feeling of a game, I know Division 1 went through that, the community was very proud of everything that went into it, and so they can have a disproportionate or even like a rose-colored memory of the previous game. That that could be one of the things that ends up happening here is that people have sort of an over-realized infatuation and sort of love for the first game that makes the second game struggle to get them as excited. You, It's like when you go from an old pair of shoes to a new pair of shoes. The old pair of shoes are comfortable. They're worn in. You, un- like, you... You you know exactly how to slide your foot into them, right? And then you get on a new pair of shoes. You're like, I don't know. I don't know if I like these as much. That can, I believe, that can happen when you go from game one to game two. Game one's comfortable. You know where everything is. You know the menus. You know what you want to do with your time on the weekend. Whatever the, you know, whatever the case may be. And in in that in that realm, I think sometimes people then look at the sequel and they're overly critical. They're like, this isn't as good as the first one because they ended up sort of being romanced and wooed by the first one, and the next game doesn't have the time to do that. It has to do that off-jump. It has to immediately convince you that it's better and that it's good, and I know that's probably really daunting for the developers, right? Yo, what's good, broseph? Don't sell a concept or expectation you can't deliver on? transaction won't age well cool story Bob. what's good broseph necro commented on the poll here saying i loved dying light for what it provided the parkouring was an amazing concept when the game shifted tonight uh tonight and you had the super powered zombies running after you i felt scared genuinely scared i loved the gameplay um dying light night uh setting was dope my favorite thing when playing that game was when you had a storm at night as well. I remember playing with my buddy and we came up to this bridge and he was like, dude, how many zombies do you think are out there? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I can kind of hear them. You can't see anything, right? And the lightning flashes and all of a sudden, you get like a split second glimpse and he was like, oh no, uh uh-uh, no. (laughs) And he like, Went back inside like he wouldn't come with me. I was like, oh, come on, man!" Apparently, Demon Souls is getting a movie. Oh, cool! That'd be cool. Um, so I remember that moment. I remember it being night, and I remember the lightning flashing, uh, and 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 seeing how many zombies were on the uh, were on the bridge. It was really really cool. So. Uh, Crayon Eater says just want to say after watching the gothics interview, I hope you get uh, to a happy place once the truth comes out uh, and your wife is one heck of a woman, you two getting closer was a positive well thank you, I appreciate that um, yeah, my, my wife is, is an amazing person and she's incredibly strong, resilient uh, and she's very perceptive so I think it was easy for her to, to see through a lot of the nonsense UK stops I still plan on playing the first game. I heard a lot of good things about it and have never got around to it. Uh, probably a great time uh, to check out before Dying Light 2 releases. Before Dying Light 2 releases, I mean, it's probably the perfect time. You know what I mean? It's probably the perfect time to check out the first one. I mean, there, there's so much to do in that game they they, they've they've done a lot of updates it's pro honestly honestly it's probably not even the same game that a lot of us played there are people like me that played the game when when dying light came out we played it week or two and then that was kind of the end of it you know if you guys are new and tuning in and you want to hear about dying light is it launching i have a 10 minute segment planned later where I have a breakdown of things they've said quotes, articles, a video that they put out. We'll be breaking that down in a moment. Right now we're combing through the poll results and I want to hear from you, especially if you haven't been here yet this morning. Use the poll command. Dying Light 2 Are you planning on playing it? Why or why not? And I'm reading through the poll results right now. Ghostwood. I never played the first Dying Light. To be honest, I'm a bit burned out on zombies in mass media in general. If the reviews paint the game favorably and it offers something new to the horror genre, I'll give it a chance. Uh, Zombie overkill was definitely a thing. I I remember they did a bit, Angry Joe did that bit, where other Joe was like, Hey Joe, you wanna play a zombie game? Hey Joe, you wanna play a zombie game? And he was like, enough you know how he is and it was it was kind of funny cuz it was true everybody was cashing in on the zombie hype you know and i actually think we've had a good amount of time without zombie games so that this game Dying Light 2 and the new Left for Dead will probably be well received you know they'll they'll probably be well received because you know it's it's been a while there's there's not a whole lot of uh, of of zombie games available right now. At least nothing releasing for for sure. <laughs> Obviously, if you still go back and play some of the greats, you know, if you go back and play some of the greats, sure, I, you know, you might be burned out. I think the general public, uh, I think the general public has had enough time that they'll probably enjoy both Left for Dead uh, and. And the uh, the Dying Light Two. Cade responded uh, to the poll here. He said, "I thought the game had been out for months already until this topic today. Clearly, I wasn't interested enough to follow the news surrounding the game, and I don't think that's going to change after hearing it's been delayed." Uh, Dying Light Two was announced in 2018. That's what's crazy. It was Dying Light Two was announced in 2018. It was was announced before I ever even got to host at E3. So I hosted at E3 in 2019. 2018, we covered E3 when it happened live on stream. And I remember watching that trailer. I remember. It was like, oh my word. Let's refresh the poll results, see how much of a jump we've gotten. Almost 500. We're just about to have 500 on the poll results. So get your votes in there. And... I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I remember at the time thinking Dying Light 1 had been treated so well. It had been highly praised by the community. A lot of good videos had come out praising the work they had done with Dying Light 1. And the you know the the sequel had a lot of people excited, especially when they started showing some of the progression systems that were gonna be woven into the game, woven into like the little the little villages and stuff. It was like, oh wow this they're you know they're taking things up a notch. this looks really really good so yeah, the next left for dead game is called back for blood um so i was I was obviously interested, and usually for me, zombie games are fun for a week or two. But when I saw the progression systems, I was like, "Oh, okay. They might give you that sense of I want to keep playing, right?" You've received a gifted copy of It Takes Two. Hilly, you nut. Okay. Um So, I I I liked I liked the idea of, "Oh, it's it's there's going to be a reason for me to kind of come back." Cuz you guys might not be like me, but this is how I am when I play a video game. If I get to level 8, and I know when I get to level 9, there's something else, and I get to do this, and I get to do that. It it makes me want to come back. Because there's that sense of it's it's sunk cost, right? It's like, well, I've sunk all this time into the game, and I got to level 8. It's like in Brooklyn Nine-Nine when he's, he's playing Quazy Cupcakes, and he's like, I'm about to enter Sprinkle City. She's like, you need to stop. You need to stop playing. And he's like, but I'm about to enter Sprinkle City. It's like, his sense of progress... He even talks about it. He's like, they give you this, this, this false sense of progress in the game, and yet it still worked. He still wanted to keep playing Quazy Cupcakes because it was like, I'm about to go into Sprinkle City. So, I, I. I I think the minute they outline something like that in the game, I'm automatically more interested. Because there's a there's a there's a way to sort of track your progress. You have a feeling of investment, you're you know, you're you're getting and moving in the world in a way that, you know, makes you makes you want to keep coming back the next day and doing more. So uh, Yeah, you can't say Crazy cupcake's angry, that's right. Have you played Killing Floor? Uh uh-uh, no 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 <laughs> thank you everybody for being here by the way if you're new and you've just tuned in we're really close to 600 likes smash that like button let's roll over to 600 and then take our poll we want to hear from you we probably crossed over into the 500s now there it is 500 results here kind of split down the middle uh yes or no are you planning on playing dying light 2 and then and then why or why not I'm reading through your responses right now jose alvarez says with uh mh rise and outriders oh monster hunter rise and outriders coming out that's going to take most of my time available uh dying light 2 will probably be much later this year if at all i i don't think uh it's coming i don't think it's coming anytime soon dude uh, their video did not indicate like an expeditious launch just that it's coming and we're working on it uh, Tom says played too many games wouldn't have enough time to dedicate to another one never played the first one though uh, uh, is likely later this year yeah I want to make sure and respond to people that are saying this yeah it, it's, it's likely later this year Dying Light 2 is not like right around the corner you know worshipping at the altar of the content loop that's right that's right I'm sorry I didn't believe you it's okay it's okay you're you're in good company a lot of people have come here and said that how many people want to chime in and say that they initially didn't believe me and they've the evidence has swayed them not me i've not brainwashed anybody though they, they, they make you think that i'm some cult leader apparently most people have just been swayed by the evidence they just looked at it on their own or they watched uppers video or gothic's video and that was enough to convince them so i appreciate you saying that Uh, Smiley says, absolutely love the first one and the expansion they released for it. I'll be checking out the second one for sure. I have my fingers crossed. Uh, the game doesn't pull a cyberpunk. Oof, that would suck. That would suck for Dying Light 2. I mean, as far as game launches go, as far as game launches go, there is a, there is certainly, certainly some pretty memorable Launches that have been pretty poor. No Man's Sky would be one, right? No Man's Sky would be one. There would be. I'm trying to think of some others. Destiny one was pretty rough. Destiny two was pretty rough. Uh, Division two, once people got to the end game. Division one, once people got to the end game. And then Cyberpunk, like those are pretty notable big launches that were that were rough. Anthem, yep, another one. Fallout 76, another one. That's right. That's right. There's a lot of games. There's a lot of games that have fallen into that category of what the frick is going on. So when you say Cyberpunk, it's obviously the closest and and the most notable bad launch of a game. And you would hope that Dying Light 2 would not fall into that same chasm because it's it's rough. It's rough for the fans. It's rough for the game. It's rough for the developers. Vengeance coming in with a 10 spot says, All hail Lono. Thank you for the $10, Vengeance. I appreciate it. Um, Teddy's a mod, and so is Barrier Mage. And Teddy is saying, People who believed everything put out against Lono, don't worry. Even I bought into the crap. There you go. I literally have mods that took the time... To look at everything and came over to to, to 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 the truth. Like you're in good company if you got if you got swept up in it. Don't worry about it. Jacob Graham, I always had really fun with any zombie game, and especially this one with the free roam, collecting, and crafting. Can't wait to see how this goes. And honestly, even delays would be a good thing. Don't want to rush titles. A Dying Light Two uh, might get rushed for 2021 launch date. That's one of my concerns, actually. That's one of my concerns. Is if they're genuinely pushing really, really hard for a 2021 launch date, are they going to do crunch? Are they going to Are they going to just rush it? Are they going to push it out too early? Is it going to be rough? Is it going to be half-baked? <laughs> half-baked? <laughs> is it going to be you know an unfinished product we don't know I mean it that would be the concern is if you think about it from that perspective are they committed in this and this is why their video I think was so important they're committed to the game being excellent okay I don't want that commitment to change if their commitment to excellence means the game gets pushed into 2022 that's totally fine If their commitment to 2021 launch date starts to override decisions or or starts to override, you know, we need more time, then you should be concerned. It's like, why would you push so hard for a launch date when at the end of the day, that could inevitably hurt the product if you push for the launch date more than you push for quality. If you push for a launch date over quality, you're always going to have this situation where a game launches, and it's just rough. And more often than not, more often than not, if, if, if a game launches like that, and it's a sequel, I think people are less patient. When a game launches and it's its initial title, if it captures an audience, people tend to be a little bit more patient with it. They're like, well, it's your, it's your first go around, right? This is the sequel, you know? Senpai Goku with the five dollars. I watched the upper echelon video. I'm glad I never got in Destiny. I'm sticking to the Capcom Resident Evil community. Looking forward to the uh, to Dying Light too. Thank you, Senpai. I like how you make your name that, so I have to call you Senpai. Bobby Drake three thousand responded to the poll. Originally, I was looking forward to this game when first announced, but after all the delays, it just made me more cautious. A um, lot of people feel that way. They do. Uh, a lot of people feel that way about dying light too it's like it's just been too long I mean there was somebody that already come in this morning and they were like I thought it already launched <laughs> I thought it already launched you know I had forgotten about it myself now here's there for them okay for them I would think that more than likely, Everything that happened last year is probably clouding things a little bit. And people are like, "Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it, it, last year was crazy. So many games got delayed. A lot of people were probably anticipating Dying Light getting pushed back. Dying Light two. No, it's not that person, Gritter. It's somebody named uh, Sen- Senpai Goku, not Sun Sun Sunpai. No, huh. Um uh Adams to Art says as mentioned last night in the short Dying Light was an excellent co-op experience as well as single player. so if they're able to expand on that I'm in the gameplay even the voice acting was actually really well done so I hope they can maintain or evolve that same I, I agree right I agree same If they can, it's it's you have to expand on what's there. You have to expand on on. uh, It's always the struggle of a sequel to you have to stay faithful to what what people fell in love with while innovating so that it doesn't feel like a copy paste of the first game. It's a really 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 hard like. Line line to walk on, you know what I mean? It's it's really really tough because if you innovate too much, and people are like, this is not even this isn't even dying light two. If you don't innovate at all, people are like, okay, this is just the same game, you know. Be planning on talking about Cyberpunk? I was planning on talking about Cyberpunk this week because I know they just released another patch, and basically I was going to go through patch details and just kind of maybe do a conversation about like, is this game ever going to not suck? Like. You know what I mean? The bots need to chill. No, it's hilarious, Sweat. I told you. Like, the more these people try underhanded or skeezy things, the, the easier it is to catch them. Um, so, they're bot accounts that have been paid to make claims and accusations. Like, how? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like a it's like an invalid copyright claim you're just you're you're just continuing to look guilty like now you're paying bots to make false claims against me it's hilarious like genuinely entertained by how frantic they are it's humorous uh noberto says everything i've seen about the original and the new one looks awesome unfortunately i only have so much time to invest into games but i hope it does well uh, is likely late this year. Yeah, Dying Light 2 release date is likely late this year. I don't necessarily think it's gonna be around the corner, so you're gonna have to like, you know, worry about it. When sequels release within the same generation, less need for innovation, but when the sequel's on a new generation, you better figure out innovation and keeping uh and keeping it the same. Um, Yeah. I would agree with that. Because... People are automatically going to expect it to like, you know, working up and getting more, you know what I mean? Um, People are expecting the game to work up and and to not just be like another of the same. It needs to look like a PS5, Xbox Series X, like, showcase. And I think that's hard, because you always get caught in that valley, where we're building the game, building the game, now we know that the new consoles are coming out. Well, now we have to make sure that our game is built for the new consoles. You know what I mean? It's, if, if, if your, if your game lands on Xbox Series X and the PS5 and doesn't look better, doesn't look like it's getting an uptick at at all, People are automatically going to say, "Oh man, it just doesn't. This doesn't look good." The uncanny valley. You're not using that appropriately. That refers to when um, simulated versions of what humans look like, when they're not real enough, or they're too real. It it falls into the uncanny valley. Like our mind rejects it, or something. It's something along those lines. Uh, it has something to do with when something attempts to look really, really real and then it ends up not being real enough or something like that. What I'm describing isn't the uncanny valley. I was describing they get stuck in the valley of if the new gen stuff's coming out and they can't really uh, adapt in time. Uh, The uncanny valley is a hypothesized relationship between the degree of an object's resemblance to a human being and the emotional response to such an object so we have a, a an, an aversion we have an aversion to stuff that attempts to look real like animatronics and robots and stuff that try to look like people um, It we end up not liking it like we look at it and we're like ugh that's weird you know what I mean uh, came across you through the stories I saw the videos by quartering upper echelon and your own video I strongly hope you pursue legal actions I believe you thank you Uncanny Valley is for fake CGI faces. They don't look exactly right, but are really gross. That's right, that's right. Have you ever had the discussion of what's next gen? They've been trying to sell me ray tracing, but I believe new gameplay, more players and larger worlds are the way to go. Well, it just depends though, right? It, it, it depends because it has, I think what we were just commentating on wasn't necessarily like defining next gen, but more about when it's a sequel and it lands on next gen uh, the you know just, just in case, just in case right it's like how am I, how do I want to phrase this so when, when you're going from... This happened with Destiny 1, right? When you went from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, and they were launching on, like, PS4 Pro, and they were, you know, they were really pushing all of that. It, it's almost like a fallback of, just in case the game's sort of the same, at the very least, it has this sort of safety net stopgap of, like, well, it looks cooler, right? Because the average person, the average person's going to look at it and be like, it looks exactly the same. I don't understand. But when you can clearly see an uptick in performance, like as an example, they did this patch for God of War on the PlayStation 5. I downloaded it and I streamed God of War for an afternoon, okay? When I did that, I immediately had a bunch of people coming in and watching. Why? Well, because people were interested. They were like, oh, wow, God of War PS5, you know, graphics update or whatever we titled it people were interested, they wanted to see what's this going to look like, because I think that's important to people, so God of War Ragnarok, that's going to be a question that people ask, is it going to look better cleaner, is it going to run smoother on the PS5, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, Horizon 2 Forbidden Wastes or Lands, or whatever the frick that game is likely going to have people saying similar things because c- it's a sequel it's a sequel landing on a new a new console so there's an under, under, undercurrent, I would say, undercurrent about, you know, of expectation. Like, I I would just assume it's going to look better, you know? Uh, next comment on the poll. TSMI says, based on all the dev issues I keep hearing with the game, I'll hold off until reviews. After the cyberpunk ma- uh, mess, I'm waiting for reviews on gameplay. Uh Dying Light 2 gameplay looks good, but it could be simulated. That's always the problem, right? It could be simulated. It 100% could be could be simulated. Um So cuz then you're like, "Oh, you know, if 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 it's gonna look that good and feel that good, man, I can't wait to go and play that. And then you get it, and you're like, oh, this is a very different game. And when that happens, uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna clearly clearly have a a disconnect for the player. I saw this in a trailer, and it's not what I got. So waiting for reviews of Dying Light too makes sense because the gameplay that I've seen looks looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. Um, it in 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 many in many cases those simulated gameplay sessions though that we've seen at E three every time I see simulated gameplay I'm like eh, I don't I I care significantly less when you got a dev. Holding a controller, playing the game, and talking while playing, that is always significantly more convincing to me than, like, when they say, you know, simulated in a real engine or whatever the frick it says at the bottom. I'm like, I don't care about that. You could have slapped this... We almost have 600 votes on the poll. You could have slapped this on some beastly PC system or something, and you sliced off, like, a 30-second section... And you're like, yeah, this is what we're going to focus on. And you're like, oh, this game's going to be incredible. Do you guys remember the trailers for the first Watch Dogs? Do you remember? It was insane. The game looked unbelievable. It looked incredible. Wind blowing, you know, coat flapping, leaves are going everywhere. He's walking around a living city. The game never, ever looked like that. Ever again. It was like another game. <laughs> it was like another game. Oh, it was simulated gameplay. It wasn't the real product. It wasn't the real McCoy. It was something else. It was a it was a it was a commercial, basically. Yeah, there was a trailer for Anthem that was insane. Do you guys remember the gameplay where the guy's like running and the wind is blowing and there's lightning and there's all this stuff? Like it, it's 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 crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, Sinnohs says, there is meant to be some cutting edge tech powering the evolving world part in this game that will set a new industry standard. Uh, I like to looking good, but this sounds interesting. I've not heard about this. I've not heard about this sort of, um, there, you know, there, there's new cutting edge tech for the evolving world. I, I know they made references to it and said things about it but I don't know I would I would say I would say um I don't know to me to me it's like we've had this happen before you know we've had this happen before where the 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 promise of tech and the promise of what it was going to do to the industry like doesn't really do anything you know what I mean <clears throat> the, the the most notable example I can think of is No Man's Sky No Man's Sky featured what was supposed to be a new era for like for games essentially uh, you know pers procedurally generated randomly generated was what a lot of people were kind of expecting and you know more and more when I hear something like this I'm genuinely interested because are you just like dev talking me are you just using like dev PR speak or have you genuinely come up with like something that's going to change gaming it's going to be a new way for worlds to evolve and shape and move and everything else I don't know. Sick shirt. Hope you're doing well. Thank you. If you guys like this shirt, this Batman shirt's pretty hot, you can get it at 80stees.com You can get it at 80stees.com and use code LONO for 30% off. I've got a shirt command. It'll take you to all the Batman shirts that they have over there, if you're interested. If you're interested. Five spot from Senpai. Resident Evil not pulling punches. Movie info just dropped. Netflix series in Village. Watch out. Ooh, that'll be a fun one. That'll be a fun one. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, like, dynamic weather is like a new buzzword. And and devs can use, like, dev PR speak to get you really, really excited about, oh, there's there's weather and there's this, and it's like, it's just dev PR speak. It's not really going to do that much for your experience. You know what I'm saying? By the way, if you're new and you're tuning in, we are going to be talking about, is Dying Light 2 launching? I have an entire talk here planned for you with all these segments, breaking down articles that were written about Techland by the gamer, uh, as well as breaking down their video where they addressed some angry tweets, opened up their Discord for questions. So if you're new and you're enjoying the conversation, do me a favor, click subscribe and the bell button. We basically do this show format Monday through Friday. This is a safe for work broadcast, so you can show up. A lot of people treat me like radio. They put me on in the background. I'm reading through responses to our poll. We would love to have you respond to the poll here. We want to hear from you. Dying Light 2, are you planning on playing it? Why or why not? I'm reading through people's reasoning on the why or the why not right now. And thank you for being here and joining us this morning. What's good, Cream of Wheat? Uh, Broey23, I'm definitely going to pick it up when it comes out. I think the first game was excellent, but it flew under the radar for a lot of people. Uh, Dying Light 2, looking to break that. I, I, yeah, the first one, it, it was unfortunately, probably a victim of saturation to a certain degree. There were so many zombie games back then, we kind of already touched on this, and because of that, a lot of people probably just skipped on it because unfortunately for Dying Light um, there was another game uh, that came out around that time so, Dead Island released September 6th of 2011 alright, so September the 6th of 2011 and then Dying Light released I'm wanting to line this up December 31st Uh, I'm sorry, no, that's incorrect where's the original? January 26th of 2015 is that right? it was released in 2015 Um, the Wikipedia says now it's saying May so, what I think kind of hurt the, the, the Dying Light release was it was very very similar It was very, very similar to Dead Island. And I think a lot of people drew those comparisons and kind of just decided they didn't want to play it because there were similarities with respect to the crafting and the building and the collecting things. So I could see a lot of people just automatically, you know, passing and saying, I don't really care about that. It seems similar to Dead Island. Um... And, and again, prior to that there, it was kind of the boon of the zombie age like there was a lot of zombie games back then and you know, I think, it, I think it hurt its reception or its popularity a little bit over time though, I think it did it did start to um it did start to grow and flourish apparently, uh, a guy named Kevin Levine or Levine did a presentation at GDC explaining the concepts that Techland has implemented for Dying Light 2 so weren't they developed by the same company if they were developed by the same company that might be another reason people were just kind of like eh, been there, done that right Dying Light was made by the same people that made Dead Island well that makes my argument even stronger right, it's like it, it's if, if you've already kind of played their one, here's, here's what happened for a lot of people with Dead Island I think a lot of people just got burned out by the end and more than likely, because of that, they thought, well, I already played a game by those guys. I played Dead Island. I, I don't I don't want to play Dying Light. That, that might have been a common thread for people. It was just sort of like, a, no, I'm good. I don't necessarily need to play that. I remember when Dying Light first launched, one of the things that my friends and I, what we ran into that was so frustrating, was, you might not remember this for Dying Light 1, only one person's story got progress you know what I'm saying? we were so excited we jumped in day one of Dying Light and we were in there and we played for like four hours and I came back the next day and because I wasn't the host my story hadn't progressed at all I was like, I don't want to replay all these missions, what the frick? are you kidding me? now I don't know if they ever ended up fixing that But that was an enormous, enormous turnoff for me. It was like, oh, come on. Dying Light was way better than Dead Island. Oh, I agree with you. I played Dying Light more than Dead Island. I'm just explaining to you why people might have passed on it. They updated it. Oh, it was so frustrating. So, so frustrating. They did. You, do you guys remember the Division 1 had issues with co-op? Like, if your buddies got ahead of you and they came to play with you, it ruined the experience. You're like, you're higher level than me. We can't play together. It, it would make everything really, really strong. Oh, man. It was so frustrating. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember Division 1 having a similar but different problem of playing with your friends was was a bit, was a bit of a headache. You know, was a bit of a headache. Um, so. Hey, if you're new and you're tuning in, we're talking about Dying Light 2. Is it launching? I have a 10-minute video planned. I'm gonna break down some things for you shortly, so stick around for that. Click that like button, as well as the subscribe and the bell button. That supports me and the channel. If we get 50 people to click the like button and roll the likes over, it helps this video get recommended to more people. Thank you for being here this morning. Uh, We're going through we want to hear from you by the way if you're new and you've never been here before, we want to hear from you comment on this poll, use that poll command. Dying Light 2 are you planning on playing it? Why or why not? Derp 43 says, of course I played the first game. They have an interesting formula with the first person free running. I love the story in the first and have been long awaiting the sequel Dying Light 2 looks promising. I think it looks promising, especially for those who, as Derp has said, if you were a fan of the first one. Everything I've said looks promising. Now, the game looks promising. Development? mm, You know, maybe a little bit shaky. It was some developers who were working with the studio. They made Dead Island. They had some creative differences, and those devs split, made their own studio, and voila, Dying Light happened. There you go. I just remember playing Dead Island... And getting the like an oar from a rowboat and just blasting some zombie in the face and being like, "This is the greatest thing ever, right?" It's the greatest thing ever. Um, it, it. I don't know. There was a there was a there was a clear clear sort of this is new territory. This is new ground. You know what I mean? I don't think you should be able to jump on your friend's game and play at his level and get his tier loot while you're at lower tier. It's dumb. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. No, no, no. That's not what I'm even arguing for. If I was playing through my game and my campaign and I was level 5 and you were level 10 and you joined my game, you made all of my enemies level 10 and I couldn't do anything. So, if you wanted to come and play with me, just like, oh yeah, I already beat this level, dude. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go play. I couldn't do it. I had to basically hide. It was like, I, I, I cannot play because th- you're making everybody too strong. Now, the best thing to do, okay, the best thing to do is what a lot of these games are starting to do, which is scaled to the unique, to that player. So he sees everybody as level 10 and gets level 10 loot. I see everybody as level 5 and I get level 5 loot. That's how it should work so we can play together, he doesn't kill everything super fast for me, and I don't have to hide, right? Is this clickbait? No, we're genuinely asking the question, is it launching and when, right? Is it launching and when? Is a, is actually a question that I'm concerned about, given some of the things I read in a report about Techland internal... The work environment, the management, it's concerning. It's like, I've read similar things before about Anthem and about other games, and it's like, I don't know, man. It's more than likely it's going to launch. I don't think it's going to launch this year. I think if it launches this year, it'll be criticized for being rushed, and I think it's actually more likely that it doesn't launch this year. That's my theory. Ah. Uh, Tame Cyber. I'm definitely going to play it. I spent tons and tons of hours playing the previous title. So much replayability and the combat feels very clean and responsive. Uh, uh, movement and combat. Dying Light has, I think, a, a unique take on movement and combat. I think it does. Um, I think it does because, you know, if when I play a zombie game, you're going to do one of two things with the zombies. You're going to take the left for dead approach where they move varying speeds, quantity is the threat, you know, there's a lot of them. There's also a lot of different types. So quantity is essentially what they thrive on. Dying Light went a different route. There certainly was a lot of them and there certainly was different types. But their threat and their, their... what they could do was dependent on time of day and the environment and your use of the environment I remember going through areas like if you could stay up and above them it made things significantly easier so you know parkouring up on top of like a trailer or a box or a car it it, it really changed the uh, the game significantly It's launching this year. They stated they have massive information to be dumped very soon. Also, ending a dev video on the 21st, it said 2021. Oh, I know. That's the topic of today's discussion. I'm going to be breaking that down, Lemon, because that seemed like that was in response to the article that came out about everything that was going on internally at the company. And my concern is if their commitment to launch in 2021 overrides their commitment to quality, it'll either lead to crunch, which is bad for the employees, or it could lead to... a a, a shoddy product um Pander says honestly my free time is so limited I wait to watch your broadcast to see if a game is worth it Dying Light 2 uh will definitely be covered here and on SNTR Gaming we will definitely be covering it here and on SNTR Gaming 100% um so, if you guys are new, the goal of this show and this channel is it's a podcast. It's a radio show you can interact with, it's safe for work, it's it's segmented and planned. We do these things in a certain way each day. So if you're enjoying that, hit subscribe and the bell button. If you're looking for gameplay, we do that in the afternoons on another channel. SNTR Gaming. Okay. This is SNTR Presents. SNTR Gaming if you go to you know sntrgaming.com or youtube.com slash sntrgaming, that'll take you to the gaming channel, and today we're checking out Paradise Lost, and playing the Lost Vikings as a viewer requested game when you pick a tier 2 membership. So... This this channel, you're going to get the same basic product every day with different topics, and then the other channel is all about gameplay. When Outriders comes out, there'll be a bit of a, of a crossover, right? We'll be playing it over there and reviewing and breaking down the game over here. When there's relevant games that have launched or relevant gaming topics and information, we will be covering it here on this channel. Ah. Uh... Shinto says the delays make me nervous. I wonder the reason why and what is going on behind the scenes. The original was so much fun and had so much potential from an otherwise unknown developer. So just from my experience, I'm digging the sequel. I hope the same devs are staying. Uh, Needs to expand. Uh, Needs to be expanded. Um and it looks good. I think it needs to be expanded, and I think it looks good in that realm. Lost Vikings is in the 90s game? Yes. Yes. When you pick a tier 2 membership here, and somebody upgraded yesterday and booked the Friday slot, so Friday slot's already been taken. Um, We do two gaming sessions a day now, and we've gotten viewer requests for pretty much the whole week, I think, this week, and then next week we don't have any. So if you upgrade, you can snag those slots for next week. Um and if you're interested in the forecast of major metropolitan areas, stay tuned for SNTR weather. <laughs> That's right. Probably, but who knows uh when it's coming out, says Collect galley. Uh Dying Light two release date is unknown. I'm guessing twenty twenty two. Your tier one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody upgraded to tier two and requested it. Uh it was Matt. It was Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vorian says, I, yep, I enjoyed the other ones. I'll be checking out the new one. Dope. Roger says, I'll definitely be playing it. The first one used to be my favorite zombie game. Uh, uh, looks to be one of the few recent zombie games. Dying Light 2 looks to be one of the recent zombie games. There's not a lot of recent ones. I mean, it's, it's a franchise that kind of ran the, ran the gamut. And I, you know, I think they're, It's starting to... It's starting to have a resurgence with we see Left 4 Dead on the horizon as well uh, as this game. The delay makes me think they are too ambitious for old tech. Same with Cyberpunk. The game began too much... The game became too much for old tech and they got burnt for it. You know, I hope that's not it because that is true. There's always this weird... There's this weird area in between console launches where games either, they either land on the new consoles and they don't look that impressive or they land on the old consoles and they are they don't run well <laughs> yeah I'll be playing Resident Evil Village, I love playing scary games with you guys, yo Angry Reaper clicking the join button and chose VIP, thank you for that higher level of support, I appreciate that very very much, thank you Angry Reaper um, I love that your name's Angry Reaper and your avatar says keep calm <laughs> it's just a fun uh, juxtaposition I like it uh, Matt Ben says when Dying Light 2 was first announced it looked so cool I bought Dying Light 1 for myself and my brother and we played through it still waiting to play Dying Light 2 with him uh, Dying Light 2 co-op is a huge selling factor for many, uh, it's it's weird that that zombie games seem to thrive in the co-op realm. You know, <clears throat> it's the duality of man. That's right. You know, it, the zombie games seem to thrive in the co-op realm. Left for Dead, Dying Light Two, Dead Island. You know, Dead Island looked like it might still have a launch date. I thought that got canceled. <laughs> I was looking... I looked it up. I looked it up. I think the events of the past year is going to result in devs taking longer to fully transition to the new gen. Yeah, probably. I love the vehicles in the DLC where you could upgrade your buggies and plow through fields of zombies. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always fun when you could come up with new ways to take them out. That was always fun. You know... Especially when you're playing with you know teammates, uh, looks like maybe somebody just ordered some coffee. I'll check the email. Yep, hey, somebody just ordered some coffee. Thank you so much, Jay Christ. I appreciate it. Uh, I am I am sorry that the you know that it, the the coffee got you know delayed, but but. It, uh, it's, it's still coming <laughs> and we still have plenty that we can sell through as far as pre-orders you're by far the most engaging streamer I've seen you have my full support, I oh, will thank you for saying that I appreciate that, we try to make this a very very interactive broadcast um, that's why I describe it as it's a radio show that you can interact with I'm not just talking at you, I'm talking with you, so we usually have really good debates and discussions and back and forth and the poll is a good place for that to sort of be birthed out of Victor Mayhem says not planning on it but I'm always hoping to try something more of a wait and see for me uh, it'll be featured it'll be featured here Dying Light 2 will be featured here so you'll definitely have a place where you can check it out get first impressions get a review all that sort of things uh, so Call of Duty Zombies is the only other recent franchise that has done zombies well each map has a narrative story and tons of upgrades hoping Dying Light has a good replay value right unless he's yelling at you I don't really typically... Well, yeah, we, I can get a little yelly here. I can get a little loud. Um, for sure. Kappa Kami says, The parkour looked cool, but the game itself never pulled me enough to actually play. I'm also tired of zombies, so that doesn't help. Uh, zo- zombie fatigue is a thing. I, <laughs> you know, I think, I think, uh, I think zombie fatigue is a thing. You know, um... You get just tired of it. And it I definitely remember feeling that when, when we were playing. I don't think I ever beat Dying Light 1. I don't think I ever did. I don't. Um, I think I got burned out. Did you get a new coffee sponsor? No, it is not a sponsor. It's not a company that I'm getting a kickback from. We are doing it ourselves. We found a roaster... Yeah, I got spicy on the gaming channel yesterday for sure. We found a roaster to do it for us. They're going to roast the beans and ship them to us. So when you buy the coffee, you're supporting me directly. Like my family, my wife and kiddos are going to like help me with it. It just got delayed. Unfortunately, we had some we had some cross communication with the company and seemingly it's all ironed out now. So, uh, Neos says, I said, no, I'm just tired of a dude named Zombies. (laughs) zombies <laughs> uh, let's see next one from Randall the Vandal says i would love to see dying light parkour system explained oh, expanded with better ai this is the challenge for dying light too i think this is the challenge for dying light too they they it has to it has to expand a little bit it can't kind of stay it can't kind of stay where it is you know, you should only fans and sell shirts that you wear on stream, just saying double your income. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Kids will even put drawings on your coffee package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, ah, I was trying to pop my back. Uh, Virtual Kingdom says, I like good variety of games to play. I'll definitely buy and try it out. As much as reviews are important, hands-on experience will be the true testament. And if I don't like it, my brother will love it. Especially for games that have such a unique approach to gameplay. Um, When you have a unique approach to gameplay, like Dying Light 2 gameplay is unique. So you it, it makes sense... To have this sense of like, I need to play it. Uh, it, it. I if not, there's no way to truly know. You can watch like a trailer for, you know, an action adventure game like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man. You can watch a trailer for like a shooter, like Call of Duty. But when you see something like Dying Light, it's like I don't know that it, it it's 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 got to hook you. It has to hook you. If it, you know, if the, if the movement and the parkour and all of that is clunky or not responsive or frustrating, then you're, you're likely, you're likely going to be really not enjoying it. You know, if you play one shooter and then go to another shooter, it's going to feel different. It's not, might not be as smooth as the other, but at the same time, like it's still a shooter. When movement and combat is built around a concept, that concept's got to be solid or it'll turn people off, you know? And I think the true challenge for them is expanding it without betraying what made people love about it in the first one. You, if If you loved the first one and you're looking forward to more parkour adventures and more excitement and more, you know, jumping over stuff and doing stuff, well then, in general, the expectation's going to be that this is gonna be slightly better. Thank you Iron City for renewing your membership, I appreciate you, dude. Like, it's it's, it's the it's the classic conundrum of the, 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 that every sequel faces. It has to expand, has to be slightly better, but at the same time, it has to honor where it came from. Because if not, the fans of the game are gonna buy it with a base level expectation of what the movement should feel like. But they're not gonna say this, they're also going to expect it to be better, be faster, improved, you know, cooler, expanded, whatever. You know, in at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, a sequel always faces that as a challenge, always, because it's you, you have you have the existing. The existing fans, say DL2 if you're real, just get the frick out of here. I'll do you a favor. I don't interact with people like you. Your brain's too small for this place. You have to be this tall to ride this ride. Um, So every sequel faces this conundrum of you've got to make the game feel cooler, better, and expanded, but if you go too far, you're going to upset the core base, and then that's bad for the game. Raging Snake says Dying Light 1 is one of the best most atmospheric zombie games ever made and with a clear conscience I can recommend it to anyone I still play with my girlfriend in co-op and we have very high hopes for the sequel that's dope Dying Light 2 Will be your game, you know. That's dope that you have a game that you guys play together. You know, I like that. I like when you hear about people that play co op together. My, my wife and I have been working our way through Mario on the Nintendo Switch, the Super Mario 3D World, the one that they like relaunched with the Bowser's Fury. We've been playing through the main game, uh, and it's good. It's good. It's 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 fun. Um. We played through Diablo, two, uh, Diablo three together a couple of times. Border all the Borderlands games together. We didn't finish Borderlands three though. We didn't finish it. Um, so a lot of bots have been popping up on YouTube. A person I watch had his entire comment section flooded with. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a new. It's just a new thing. It's not a big deal. They do it and then eventually the pattern emerges and YouTube strikes it down, so it lasts for like a day or two. A couple of months ago we had that issue. We had people we had people constantly doing it. Um, um So <laughs> It's uh There was a time where like every day I had a good video, I'd have like six or seven bot responses, and then it stopped for a while. Cause like YouTube starts to catch it, and then they start to get reviewed so like YouTube has a thing that'll like auto grab comments and like slam them into a review box and eventually they figure out the pattern so I'm not even responding to the short jokes uh, starting out uh, as a no because I didn't play the first one but waiting to see more info uh, you should check out Dying Light 1 you should check out Dying Light 1 It's it's I, I, what's it even cost now to play that game you know what I mean What's it even cost? How's the kiddos? Good, good. We've been grilling out and eating outside. That's like their favorite thing. My wife ordered a bigger picnic table because we've been eating at their little picnic table. So like they're on the sides and we're sitting in like big chairs, like leaning over the small little picnic table. Uh, so, we, so we've been we've been grilling out, I'm getting ready to see what this um, what this garden that we planted last year with like roses and lilac bushes and all this stuff. We're we're seeing what you know. If it how well it bounces back <laughs> um, is there any type of game that you would not play on the other channel I have a third person hack and slash shooter you might play but it's getting up there in age if you pick tier 2 that level of support you can pick virtually any game within reason I'm not going to play adult games with like nudity and stuff there's so many games in steam that are just way way out there I, I did not know there were that many games like that I won't play those there are also games that just won't be good for a two-hour play session. Like, if it's going to take me two hours to even get started, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, Mike says, definitely plan on playing Dying Light 2 because the first one was amazing. Such a great story and so much room left for the sequel. I'm ready to see what they're going to do with it and I have faith that they won't ruin the franchise they built upon. Uh, let's see. Low ang. Uh, sorry. Uh There you go. Uh Nightmare says yes cuz it actually looks like they want to make an excellent game, which makes me confident that it'll turn out amazing. Plus Parkour Zombies open world, awesome. Uh, for me the, the the parkour elements are where I want to see innovation. So they, the can the combat be incorporated with the parkour in a first person game like would be the, would be the question that I would have um, it would, would it um, needs to expand how do I want to say this needs to expand the parkour into the combat. That's what I would want to see, right? Uh, You know what I mean. I would want to see the the parkour be started, maybe like implemented into the combat in some way. Yo, it's good, Hellfire. Um, that's that's how I would think about it. Is parkour is cool for like mounting boxes and getting on rooftops, but can you incorporate into the combat into new ways? Are there things that I couldn't do in the first game that you're going to let me do in the new game? You know what I mean? Foo, uh, Foo da Buddha says, let's get a tip train going for this rock hard stallion. Thank you so much for the $10 tip through super chat. Foo da Buddha. Something like from Batman Arkham games, combat wise, that'd be cool. I just don't know. I, I don't know. It- it's hard because it's first person. You know what I mean? it's it's first person like is is there is is there anything they can do that wouldn't be accidentally sort of um yeah is it is it going to break the immersion is it even going to flow well would be the questions that i would have you know thank you guys for rolling over the likes to 700 likes if you're enjoying your time here this morning smash the like button subscribe and the bell button if you just tuned in i'm i'm interacting with you right now i want to hear from you are you planning on playing dying light 2 now we have a planned segment i'm going to be going through some interviews and some articles uh right here are all my segments about it we'll be doing that shortly you know there were some articles there was a video we're gonna be breaking down those things soon discussing like is it launching when's it launching so if you're new and enjoying the conversation this is basically a radio show you can interact with so remember to hit the subscribe button and the bell button, so you're here. The earlier you're here, the more likely you'll be included in these polls that we're doing. You can slide into them, jump on their heads, elbow drop, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. What what I was trying to say is, expanding on that is what I'm, what I'm saying. Can they expand on the parkour being included in the combat? You know what I'm saying? Charles Freeman with a $5 tip. Did somebody say tip train? Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Um, someone say oh sorry that was already in the chat so we're going through those poll results right now Uh, ultra violence says easy buy for me have some great memories playing co-op with a friend till 5 a.m. Actually, the game that ruined my sleeping pattern for the first time. I would love to see you play the following, uh, the following DLC sometime. Driving your buggy around and maintaining it is really fun. Driving at night is spicy. Uh, I loved how much they added to Dying Light 1 for the fans. I actually really liked how much they did that. I thought it was cool. You know, I thought it was dope. 10 spot from cloudy cake says I can dig it thank you for the 10 spot through super chat cloudy cakes you guys are super awesome thank you uh David CB says I completely oops I completed the first one but zombie games for me lately have been lacking so I'll be on the fence uh defo skip for me that zombie fatigue though that zombie fatigue though I'm pre-ordering it As soon as I can, says Gabriel Vera. The zombies in Minecraft are feeling a little slow. Angry Reaper with a $20 tip through Super Chat. I don't drink coffee, never fell in love with it, but I want to support you. I hope all is well and I hope everything works out for you and yours. Thank you, Angry Reaper, for the $20. You the best. You guys are super generous. Thank you. Uh... Re ordering as soon as I can. Zombies in Minecraft are feeling a little slow. I hear you. I actually don't uh, don't really do much with Minecraft. I did Minecraft dungeons with my son for a while, but the creepers kind of ruined the late game. You start really upping the difficulty, and it's like you come around a corner. Um, we, we, you, know, you come around a corner and get absolutely destroyed, you know, and it's like there's nothing you can do about it a lot of the times. It was kind of frustrating for me and my son. We like the lower difficulties of Minecraft dungeons. Because, you know, I can't expect him to play like a hardcore player. You know what I mean? He's just playing for fun. Soldier on music with a $10 tip through Super Chat. I feel like the older I get, the less I can get into the whole survival genre. Like, too much anxiety with uh, general life. Um, Feels like these are young folks' games. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. we are combing through these results here. Slippery Ginger says, More for the fact that I needed more info about it to come out, I'm willing to spend money on it. Uh, a solid take on Dying Light 2. The, if, if you're waiting for more info, they seem to be giving assurances that uh, more info is forthcoming. And they've invited people to go into their Discord to submit questions. So that seems like a lot of confidence in the product. That seems to me like, okay, alright, you, you guys you guys know that this is going to be good if you're opening yourself up to the public like that. You're willing to take those questions. You're willing to take those questions actually in their Discord. So I thought that was pretty cool to see. Even though it's concerning what I read in the one article, I'm encouraged by their, their, their public response. Um... Now that could be somebody making them do that. <laughs> there could be somebody higher up. It's like we got a we got a PR disaster on our hands, you know. We want to we want to get in front of this. That's possible. Uh sure. Uh Night Train 34 said, "I enjoyed the first story as well as the DLC. Curious if they're going to bring Kyle Kane back. Also, the whole parkour f- f- parkour feel was amazing and different." Um Uh, needs to feel like more than a DLC for sure. If you enjoyed the DLCs of, you know, Dying Light 1, Dying Light 2 needs to feel like more than a DLC. I think that's one of the things that can be pretty challenging is sequels can feel like really, really big DLCs. And we were kind of talking about that a little bit earlier. There's these passive assumptions baked into sequels about what people sort of expect to see within the realm of like quality improvement experience and all of that cat coming in with a 20 spot all aboard the train choo-choo. Thank you cat for the 20 spot. You're the best. Um, yeah. So you mentioned the DLC. It just makes me think it's like, man, you really got to avoid that. They got to really make sure this doesn't feel like a dying light one DLC. And I think I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to, uh, to how they how they approach that because the the, the the depth and the investment and stuff is already a good start it already is sequels can feel like content downgrades also sure mm-hmm. it definitely can uh, Murph Dog says I played the first one I absolutely loved it if they need more time to develop and protect the health of the devs then I'm completely fine with a delayed release and yes I'm planning on uh, playing it. Uh, Dying Light 2 release is likely going to get hit with a delay. I know people don't want to believe that, but I'm telling you, I just think it's likely at this point. I'm not telling you it's going to happen. Like, yep, it's 100% getting delayed. I'm just looking at the... I'm just reading the cards that are on the table, man. I'm just looking at them saying, you don't know. Now, they could, they could pull something here. They could 100% pull something here where they've been super quiet and by being super quiet, it's going to enable them to start dropping info bombs and it's like, "Oh wow, this game is a lot further than we thought. This game is a lot further along than many of us had anticipated." And there's there's a there's a there's a chance that that's going on in the background. There's a chance. Will it be a live service game? they've not said much about that if they've had somebody might be able to answer that question in the chat if the developers have said anything about it being a live service game um, so the, the live service approach to games these days I, I don't know if people are going to start avoiding that you know with Outriders maybe potentially setting a new stage for you don't want to do a live service out of the gate because it's it's incredibly unlikely it's incredibly unlikely that they're going to they're going to get it right because the game's not out yet and you don't have a player base yet. You know, there'll be new discoveries in player patterns, player behavior, there'll be new things that people start to do and and trend toward and that influences future content development, which is what Outriders I think is going to really focus on and so I more and more am kind of hoping like, no, don't try to be a live service game, make an amazing game first and then if you're in a position to expand it you know, go for it that's how I that's how I look at it uh, let's see here, Maximo says I never played the first game so I'm leaning towards no, I'm a big zombies video game fan though, I might just get the first game, who knows I may change my mind uh, I would definitely check out uh, Dying Light 1 I would definitely check out Dying Light 1 I don't know why you wouldn't it's gotten tons of praise and it's done very very well So Anthem still has a stink yeah I... live service game so a live service game is a game that essentially launches with features built for and designed around expansion so the idea being that you are buying a game, knowing that within, usually it's within three months or so, they have planned content updates and things. Essentially, a roadmap. And so, when you look at Division 1, Division 2, uh, Destiny 1 and 2, even how Anthem launched, Anthem launched with this idea of, we're going to continue to add things, we're going to have a roadmap, we're going to have all these things to do. And it was all it was all wood. It was just a big charade. I remember oh, I forgot I forgot about that. this until just now. I remember combing over all of their roadmap stuff for Anthem and being like, there is so much here. They have so much planned for the game. Uh, no, they didn't. I mean, they did, but they didn't at the same time. They had all this stuff planned, and there was no foundation to put it on. You know, it was like having a bunch of schematics and blueprints for building additions and the game has like no no foundation at all. It's like w- w- what on earth is this? They it, it, it was you're going to add these these other things to Anthem and the game itself was just like not it, it was it was not there. They they had plans for they had that roadmap. It was, I think, it was out like the first week that the game came out. Because I remember combing over it, and people were like, oh, "I don't know, dude. The game seems weak. Game seems lame. Game seems whatever." And so, like, I remember combing over the roadmap with people like, "I don't know. They have a lot planned for Anthem. They just had a terrible foundation, so it didn't really matter. It just didn't matter." Uh, Ryan uh, Stridum says, "I'm not planning on playing as it's uh, taking another direction." If it was like, uh, NR1, then I would be playing it. Okay. Uh, digital comment says, I want to see how it turns out with my own eyes. Uh, a lot of folks saying that this morning, a lot of people are saying that this morning about the game. They're like, yeah, I got to wait and see, you know, I, I need to, I need to play the game. And this is one of the advantages that Outriders gave you with the demo. They gave you this huge advantage of like I, you know, you can you can actually try it out before buying it, you know? There weren't plans, there were hopes. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> Psycho for Gaming says, I plan on playing. I really enjoyed exploring the open world, the weapon crafting, and the parkour in the first game. I love the weapon crafting. Uh... But I don't like my weapons breaking down. I... Like... Uh... Gameplay looks similar. I, I don't like it. I know why they do it. I know why they do it. I understand it's a part of the content loop. It's a part of the grind to have the weapons break down. But I do not like it. I'm like, I man, come on. What is this? But, I, but, but at the same time, on the same token... On the same token, I like the crafting. So it's like you have to kind of take the good with the bad. You have to take the good with the bad. You gotta take you gotta take the okay, well if there's gonna be crafting, there's gonna be an you know an ever present need for you to make more stuff, you know. I'm sure Cyberpunk has hurt the idea of pre ordering and getting hyped a lot of these future games, especially open world types. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People are like, why would I do that? Why do I mess around? It, 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 look at all these other games that have launched and have been so bad. You know, it's 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 a it's a weird time right now because you also have this 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 feeling of there's there's a there's a feeling of I don't necessarily trust the games to come out and be good, but there's also this feeling of is literally everything going to get delayed, right? And so there's this weird juxtaposition of people want games to launch. People are sick of delays, but people are also like, "Dude, are these ga- like are all games gonna launch and be utter garbage?" Does that make sense? It's like it's like this weird it's like this weird tension in our own motivations right now. Our own, well, our own desires. It's like we want games to come out. We want to see them launch. We're sick of delays. We don't like seeing it. We're like, "Man, oh man, is anything actually gonna launch on time right now?" But then, at the same time, we're like, "My gosh, is everything going to launch like a piece of garbage?" <laughs> it's we're in a weird spot. We're so hungry for new games that you know we're starting to get antsy. It's like we'll just launch it, you know, even if it's you know, even if it's potentially um, you know going to be going to be rushed or not as good or half baked. I got uh, pretty bored of Cyberpunk, actually, as I didn't even reach Act 2 yet. Man. There's another video game crash coming soon? I don't know. Um, Johnny Return says, It looks cool, so I might check it out. A little sick of zombie genre in general, but the gameplay looks fresh. Give it a try. That's something that they're going to have to really try to sell people on, um, is the gameplay, because I think a lot of people will say even though, this is actually interesting to think about even though there's not a lot of zombie games right now, a lot of folks are going to say, zombie game been there, done that zombie game been there, done that, dude, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to play another zombie game, I'm not interested you know I, wh- wh- why would I bother, hey we have almost 800 votes on the poll use that poll command guys, pump those numbers up we want to hear from you, if you're new and you like this content you can support me by hitting like you can also support me by hitting subscribe and the bell button. Supporting me directly with a paid membership is the is, is, a, is the greatest way. Uh, if you can swing it or try to unlock an emote, and it's really, really helpful as we branch out into all this variety coverage. Thank you to everybody who has been lurking, listening, subscribing, treating me like radio. I appreciate every level of support that you guys bring to the channel every single day. Especially those of you that are like, faithfully like listening, lurking, and liking, you know? The, the three L's. Heavy metal mama. Of course, I plan on playing it silly. Need a game to replace Destiny. Dest Destiny. Lamau Lamau. Uh, Gaming with Goku says, "I loved the first game. Hope the sequel is even more fun." Same. Texas Heat says, "I plan on playing it, but I'll probably wait until the price goes down a bit." I mean, that's a solid take for some people because it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna get. The, the amount of entertainment out of this that other people are gonna get survival and zombie games were so popular in the mid tens that I think that our generation of games will be burnt out for quite a while right even if it's not burnout sometimes it's just disinterest it's like been there done that dude I played that game I've played that game I know what that game is like I you know it's it's, it's not even necessarily Burnout, it could be something as simple as like yeah, dude, i played enough zombie games for my entire life it's not Burnout, it's you know um oh, publish changes I've not published the changes to tier 3 oh, well, publish the changes silly, silly uh, perks are now live on YouTube, okay, cool, cool, cool I always forget that after they approve perk adjustments on YouTube you have to publish them um. So, uh, let's take another comment from the poll. Nerdsworth, uh, it was a great game to play co-op, and it's been a few years since I was into zombie games. The movement in this game is always awesome. Agreed, Dying Light Two movement looks uh, promising as well. It it's the main center stage of the game. Truth be told. And I like that they're also adding the, you know, the the investment aspect of it. You know, um, it's it'll it'll tether it'll tether people like me a little bit more to the game. I think the idea that you're investing in and you're leveling things up. You know, if we could get fifty people right now to push the like button, we'd roll over to eight hundred likes. If you haven't done that yet, please do it. John Hall says, "I'm not much of a zombie fan. A lot of my friends will play it, though." Uh, I hear you that's that might pull you in that might make you play it m casig says I love dying light one I'll be looking f- to play the second one I need a new solo casual game to play um dying light 2 could be that it could be your solo casual game I don't know if I'd ever think of a zombie game as, as a casual game or a casual affair uh, but but it's uh it certainly could be that if that's how you played the first one I don't know why. I always like playing like games like this with my buddies because, like, no one wants to admit no one wants to admit they're a little scared, you know. They're a little scared, you know. <laughs> they're a little, a, little, a little worried about what's you know what's around the corner. It's nice having your buddies with you. <laughs> uh, uh, Kiki Merrigan says, "I think the zombie genre has run its course for me since Walking Dead. The market's been saturated." Hard to make a zombie game fresh these days. I actually agree with this. It is kind of tough. I'm really interested in what they do uh, with Left 4 Dead. You know? I'm really, really interested in what they decide to do with Left 4 Dead. You know? Have you tried Control for Solo Casual? Control is an amazing game. It really is. There we go. 800 votes. 800 votes on the poll. And... Almost 800 likes in the video. That's what we want to see. <clears throat> when you play Escape from Tarkov, everything else is casual. I can hear that. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate that so, so much. The fact that I announced that we're irritated about a delay with a coffee and you guys are still ordering it is huge. Thank you so much. I stopped playing when they made me repair some stupid telephone poles at dusk. (laughs) Anything that required going out at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, no, I don't wanna. Yeah. My buddy did not like going out at night in that game. He always waited to do stuff. He's like, come on, dude, let's play. I was like, I've been waiting to do this. The new game, Back for Blood, is supposed to be the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. Well, that's what I mean. When I say the next Left 4 Dead, I'm talking about Back for Blood. Um, you know. How, are they going to be able to innovate on that game? Because the Left 4 Dead games became very sort of, I would say, predictable and fun, but they were kind of predictable. So what are they going to do with the next one, would be the question. You know? but they made the nighttime way worth it. Oh, they did. They did. See, have you ever played a horror game? I I play them and this is what I always do. It's like, I don't want to go into the next room. I have a foreboding sort of, you know, angst and, and like fear and anxiety. Um, about going into like the next room, you know, and, but you still go right. So having like a nice foreboding fear and angst about going out at night in dying light was, well, I, it was cool, right? It's, to me, it's like, that's a cool element. It's like, I don't want to go outside. I need to go outside. They're motivating me to go outside. I guess I'm going outside. So you would kind of suffer through it. It's like when you go on a ride that you don't want to go on, like a big high drop ride or a roller coaster and you're like, dude, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And then afterwards you're glad that you did. You're like, oh that was so amazing. That was so fun. You know, I'm 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 glad I did that, right? You 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 kind of get over it once you're sort of in the moment and enjoying the fear. I think a good horror game does that I think a good scary game does that it takes you to a point it takes you to a point of I don't want to do this but I'm going to do this right no night for me I'd hide in the corner right please die Resident Evil 2 on the gaming channel I played the remix already or or, or whatever I barely went out at night till the end when I was at such a high level with lots of gear I'm a wuss well you know you missed out you missed out uh, let's see here, let's look at the poll here, uh, we'll take a couple more responses before we shift gears Chromlek I probably will, I love the first one and it was great to see the devs support their game for such a long time a refreshing approach uh, to game development uh, agreed about Dying Light 1 I agree about that This is a this is a common praise that they receive that they did so much to expand it, make it cooler does the original hold up? I mean, Eugene, I've had people this morning say they still play it, right? I've had people say that this morning. They're like, oh, I still play it. It's awesome, you know? Uh, Sally, never heard of it. Maybe after you tell me about it, I might want to play. Sounds good. That's why we do what we do here with the gaming channel and the reviews and stuff. We, we, we definitely push for that. If you guys aren't familiar, this channel is all about the podcast, the discussion, the dialogue. We have a gaming channel set up. So if you're enjoying your time here this morning, this is what we do Monday through Friday. Uh, Today we're talking Dying Light. I have a segment planned for you. I've got a bunch of quotes that I pulled out and things from videos and and from an article uh, about what's going on. Really, it's the headline of the article that kind kind of got everybody concerned. And then the actual article itself is very lengthy about things that are going on in the company and that sort of combined with the delay them admitting that it was announced too early all these things are going to go into the talk uh, today so thank you for being here and uh, and in supporting the channel and enjoying the show a uh, lot of new subs today love to see it I love to see people coming in and deciding that they like the show enough to push the sub button um, Agony Drive says here I'd love to play it I would like to see gameplay and quality first, but I genuinely enjoyed the first one. Looking uh, forward to seeing what they can innovate on. I want to see gameplay too that is, and I, they may have done this. I like when gameplay is raw and sort of organic with just like a developer sitting there. The, the, the planned stuff, the simulated stuff, where even sometimes when they were doing some of those, if you guys remember some of the trailers, they would do gameplay and they would have all this cheesy dialogue, right? It was like, what is this? I would rather just see basic gameplay with people walking and commentating. Yo, Warsmith and Wrath upgrade into a tier... 2 membership. If you want to request a game, get into the Discord. You now have access to the game request room. You should be able to go in there and request a game. Appreciate you guys so, so much. Uh, it's... We, were, we weren't we were sure if people were going to want to do that, but you guys seem to really, really like picking, picking a game for me and putting me through pain. <laughs> so thank you for that upgrade, Warsmith. Uh... This week's all booked up, but next week, we don't think we have any, we don't have any requests booked for next week yet, so, um, the cheesy multiplayer comms that sound super scripted, yeah, they're like, hey, let's go to this next area, you guys want to get some loot? And they're like, yeah, man, can't wait, I got this new gun I want to try out. It's like, what? A YouTube dying light and you're the only live channel that comes up? That's the way to do it. Oh, we might not even be on the right, are we on the right game? Is it showing Dying Light too? It should be showing Dying Light too. It is. It is. We're on the right game. Upper Echelon's second video is about to hit eighty thousand views. That's nice. Uh, Johnny Cat says not planning on playing it. Never heard of it. Don't judge me. Uh, no judgment. It's not for everyone. It's not. It's not for everyone. I mean these these are these are games that you know. It's like not playing a fighting game or a driving game or a sport game. Like if you're not into it, you're 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 not gonna be you know looking for it. You're not gonna even know what it is. Uh, I had friends that just wouldn't play the zombie games. They're like, Nah, dude, nah. I don't know what it was. If it was taste. If it was fear, what you know what it was. But they just would not join us in the zombie games. I remember playing Dead Space three with my boy, uh, my man Fonz. And these these other guys just had zero interest in the game, and we had a blast. We really really liked it. Um, we really really liked it. It was enjoyable. Um, uh, I wonder if I could get this approved really really quickly because I've not uh, I've not downloaded Paradise Lost yet. We, he and I played a lot of games like that like I remember we, we played Dead Space 3 like beginning and we loved it and we, we kind of, we, we were kind of bummed uh, that we started with that one we should have, we should have probably uh, started with the others, you know and, and worked our way through the franchise and it's always like whenever you whenever you, you start with the newest one, it's sometimes it's harder to go back um, There's a bug in the system. Platform, Windows, number of keys. Uh, Live stream on YouTube today. Uh, And a review next week on my main channel. Okay, here we go. Just gonna request a key. Uh, Request sent. Thank you. Okay. Um, The the games back then that we would play through like that were super, super fun. Yeah, and people have always said, like, Dead Space 3 was the least scary. And so I remember when we were kind of jonesing for some scary games for the stream, I went back and started playing through the originals of Dead Space. I started playing Dead Space 1, and it just wasn't jump scare enough for me. It just wasn't enough. You know what I mean? We need 20 more likes for 800 likes, guys. Smash it. Gonna read a couple more comments here from the poll. Um, i tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna refresh the poll, and I'm gonna reverse and read some of the more recent comments. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reward the people that are here and throwing comments on there. Uh, Menacing Mommy. First Dying Light looked like a great game, but I'm too much of a scaredy cat to play horror games, especially zombies. But if you're gonna be playing it, I look forward to watching. Well, thank you. Uh, Hey Hello There says, this is the new, uh... The new human enemy seems to be cool and fresh. Hopefully it's good and balanced. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Um, oh, we must have been getting to the bottom here. Yeah, we were getting to the bottom of the responses. James Mansfield says, really enjoyed playing the first. Knights were truly terrifying and the traversal pulled the focus off of combat for survivability, which felt really cool. Uh, looking to open that up. Yeah, I like the fact that you highlighted that. Right? I I definitely like that they they highlighted that. It was like you could play Dying Light like aggressive attack and then you could also play Dying Light sort of survival you know, avoiding staying up on stuff. That I wonder if they're going to play into that even more. I wonder. Did you see or read my response? I don't know. I've been scrolling through. I've been scrolling through and reading through as many as I could. Are you seeing comments? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing comments. Um You're getting mega lag today. I've noticed that the view count's being kinda funky, so maybe the people are some people are coming in and having issues with quality. My bitrate is as solid as it gets. Um so. Uh, let's see here. Um, Crispy Bogod says, just like every game these days, I'll either wait to see if it's on Game Pass or I'll give it a few weeks after launch to see some real reviews. Uh, now the IGN automatic eight plus reviews, they don't, they hand out every game. I love the first one. Forgot there was supposed to be a second one. It's been so long. Uh, same on the forgetting about it. I, I kind of forgot about it right? I forgot. I, I, I saw people talking about Dying Light 2, and I was like, wait, Dying Light 2? I was kind of like that other person. I was like, didn't that already launch? What, isn't that already a thing? You know what I mean? Um, wasn't anything important? Uh, just stepped away for a few minutes. was worried I missed it. If you commented on the poll... I basically read every response unless it was super long. If you guys... Oh, here, I found you. Super Togito says, No, although I might. I played the first one a little bit, but it didn't grasp me. I think I always uh, preferred Dead Island, even with its flaws. Truth be told, I'll probably look into Dying Light 2 and make a real decision when I get more info. Nice. There you go. There's your comment. I actually think I played Dead Island more than I played Dying Light. Which, you know, I honestly think is 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 interesting because the, you know, the Dying Light franchise improved upon a lot of what Dead Island did. And I think I played Dead Island more, um, which it came out, you know, years prior. I don't know why. It might have been, um, it might have been the idea that like, I think I think some of it was it really took the wind out of my sails when I lost my progress. You know what I mean? I lost my progress in Dying Light 2 and I think that really, really killed the mood. Big love, man. Love your interactions with us. Thank you. Hey, we hit 800 likes on the video. You guys are awesome. Thanks for supporting the stream. A lot of new subs today as well. It's so refreshing to cover new topics and see the sub count going up literally all day. Um, whenever we would cover Destiny it was really weird I'd have higher viewership than this and the sub count like wouldn't move so it's like really really cool to be like okay we've settled into a view count that I can predict you know anywhere from six to eight hundred but the sub count going up every day is encouraging so if you're one of the new subs thank you we're looking to cover a variety of games all the time uh, every week whether it's gaming news game launches or whatever a lot of Outriders coverage in our future as well So if you're listening to this audio recording elsewhere and you want to be here for these live talks, you should make sure and go to sntrlive.com.